Where's this guy's even at? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Side by side, Boards gets a better line. Oh boy, we got wheel to wheel right here, string. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell going to try to dive bomb down to the inside. No, can't get the line he wants. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper, and with me today, as always... With you, Brandon Whitehair. What's going on, guys? With you. Hey, I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> hey, it's been a minute, man. It has been. been a minute. These every other week episodes is kind of like, so when we post another show, we're going to start doing this thing again or not? I'm so, waiting for it, man. Yeah, but uh, hey, we're going to have a great show today, episode 58 coming at you. We are excited to talk about... Uh, about some racing we're going to talk a little bit of supercross we're going to talk a little bit of gncc we're going to have an awesome guest on the line today it's going to be a great episode and we're excited to be here first and foremost we got to thank our sponsors though guts racing since 1985 they were born in northern california and, and since then they've been a leader in seat innovation and technology don't trust me trust that Duvall. trust joel hetrick those guys trust guts you should too best seat covers on the market no uh, one of them of our followers just post just yes. tagged us in uh they just got a got seat cover guys keep doing that that's awesome we like to see that like to see the support for the people that support us um if it's style comfort yeah. they got it all yeah. seat foam you need yeah everything so trust guts uh also trust seal savers Seal Savers has been a leader in seal saving technology. Uh, they were also born in Northern California as well. Uh, great company. <clears throat> Fork seals, uh, dirt by ATV springs, uh, shocks, uh, side by side, trucks, cars, anything that you need. Mountain bikes even. Right. I was mountain biking today. Got through some little bit of mud holes. Must be nice. Kept the <laughs> kept the uh, front forks nice and clean. If you go to their website, sealsavers.com, you can save 25% off of anything that you can buy there by using the code SPLITLINE, capital S, SPLITLINE, and it'll save you 25%. Post-cent. And speaking of Seal Savers, today's guest is Mason Mill, one of the co-owners, co-founders of Seal Savers. Uh, great guy. He's been our contact for Seal Savers. Um, we're excited to talk to him, talk about their product line, yep. talk about uh, racing a little bit. He's as big as a fan as us as uh, for racing, although he's on the West Coast, though. Yeah. So we'll talk to him a little about, about West Coast racing, Supercross, and then talk to him about some GNCC for sure. Um, so what's been going on, Brandon? Man, not much. Uh, work's been kicking my butt uh, dealing with that stuff. And uh, little guy, unfortunately, right now is in a cast. So we've been dealing with that. And uh, hopefully he'll be back soon. Um, pretty much, I, I think 
don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure me, Colton, and Jonathan are going to run one of the full gas sprint series. Um, looking at being down there like February 12th and 13th uh, for a race. So, in we're at North Carolina. <clears throat> really yeah. nice. I think, That's we're awesome. run, I think we're going to run that series. That's awesome. Yeah. We're going to need a split line tent for you yeah, guys. Yeah, we, we need something. Like when that. is that? Uh, like I said, February 12th well, February. and 13th. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Is the first race. Did I hear right that I feel like that I heard that there's going to be a uh, Sprint Enduro race at Track 93 this yes, coming year? Yes, that is the opposite series. Um, th- that series is the one that took over last mm-hmm. year when the one series um, left. Um, but unfortunately, the reason why we're looking at this one is um, it's only six events. And it's um, instead of two day of, two days of racing, they're only going to do like the day I would race would be uh, race would be Saturday, mm-hmm. um, and then the pros would run Sunday with A and B guys. So cool, um, you know, traveling wise, you're traveling that far, and you got to work, and you ain't got a lot of vacation days to spend. So it's uh, six rounds, and seems to be do- doable. Doable. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So that's why we picked that one. There's no controversy of like, yeah, you know, you know, there's a big. Uh, you know, I, th- I don't think the pros are confused which way to go to um, when I was talking to a couple guys. So Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, what's been up with you, man? It's Not been a while. too much, I know. Uh, just busy with dad life, family <laughs> yeah. life, you know, mountain biking. Uh, mountain biking. Day. Yeah, dude, it was a beautiful day today. Uh, spent the... Uh, Get out of there, dog. <laughs> spent the day on the trail, uh, or spent the afternoon on the trail, I should say, yeah. Um um, over at Watersmith State Park. Was it dry? Was it wet? No, it was pretty dry. Was it? It was pretty dry. It was actually pretty dry until you until um, you got on top where uh, the flat is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a little bit messy, but um, it was pretty dry. I've been trying. Have you? You've been on that trick track before, yeah. right? Um, those of you that have never been out to this particular mountain bike facility, uh, the the trick track is basically just boulders. Boulders. <laughs> and uh, my goal is to get through without putting a foot down. And um, I've not done that yet, yeah, but say, it's, tough. Like that. it's tough. It's tough. It's <laughs> tough for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, just any Christmas gifts? Any, any anything you're hoping for? Um, mountain bike stuff. Mountain bike. Just mountain, mountain bike, bike stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's hoping for an e-bike. He's like, please God, give me an e-bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some make some of those climbs a lot easier right. for sure. For sure. So, uh, why don't we get our guest on the line? Yeah. Uh, we'll get Mason on and talk to him about some seal saver stuff. Talk to him about racing. Uh, um, a little binge racing. Yeah. Fun stuff. I've talked to him on the phone several times and, and dude just loves racing. Just a fan of racing, just like we are. Uh, and, uh, I figure it's a really good uh opportunity off season we can uh have kind of like a sponsor recognition show yeah uh, we'll need to get andy greg on sometime yeah. as well talk a little bit about guts racing but uh today we'll start out with uh mason and and talk to him talk bench race and and uh talk about product lines yeah all things racing yeah for sure so we're gonna get him on the line and we'll chat with you guys in a second all right, guys, we're back, and on the line we have Mason Mill from uh, <clears throat> from Seal Savers, and uh, honored to have Mason right. on. Uh, been a sp- supporter of the show, Mason. Thanks for coming on, man. I'm pumped to be here. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, man. We appreciate you, uh, man. You know, taking a chance and coming on and supporting this show. Um, you have a, a product that we really believe in and love. Yeah. Uh, uh, been users of the products for a while and um, uh, just really great product line. And uh, Mason, um, so did you did you s- start the company yourself or how did you guys get started? So <clears throat> we got started. We're a family business. It's actually my dad and I that run it now. 
it started back in uh, 1999 and I was racing like PW50s, Cobra 50s, all that kind of stuff. Um, I kept blowing fork seals and my dad's got a tournament water ski background and he took an old wetsuit, cut one up and stitched it up over my bikes trying to prevent my fork seals from blowing. Um, get to the races. Some of our friends are like, hey, make me a set. Those are super cool. So he made up about 50 of them. Sold out of them that first time at the track, just trying to, you know, offset our entry cost racing really was what it started as. Um, and then um, a couple years went by, kind of things got bigger. He ended up retiring from a career that he worked for a couple dozen years. I won't age him too much, but for a little <laughs> while. And uh, um, so he retired from that, took on Seal Savers full time and then um, came out with our zip on stuff. And then a couple years from there, about six, eight, maybe 10 years ago, we got into the four wheel stuff with our coil savers and CV savers, which have been doing extremely well for us. Um, so we've been around for a while. Like I said, we're a family business. It's just my dad and I that run it. So it's been super cool, really fun to work with family. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, especially when, you know, you started getting into the four wheel side and stuff. And uh, as we all know, just forks, like dirt bike forks and stuff, you know, you're always constantly blown seals and, and leaking and if something you know I, I call it affordable because it pretty is is pretty affordable something that can save you lots of money down the road especially after winter you get your forks redone you get your seals done get all that done and wh wh why not protect it with something so that's very smart it's good yeah absolutely we think so too <laughs> <laughs> what i love about it is is you know the easy installation you know on the atv um it's the velcro mm -hmm. and um wh what i really really love is the fact that like you can see it working right there's mm -hmm. a lot of products out there that you're like okay this should work i mm -hmm. guess right well you know brandon and i went riding the other day uh well not the other day it's been yeah, a couple weeks, a couple since, weeks we, since we yeah. got to go riding uh um but um so the, my bike was completely covered with mud and then you you take the the seal saver off and your your uh your, uh, coils, your, your clean. coils clean and the stroke is clean too so it's like it's the best of both worlds it's it's affordable easy installation and uh it does its job it does the yeah. job that uh, it's meant to do and really um perfect for gncc because you know as well as we do that those guys I mean, there's no better place. If you want to put a product to the test, uh, there's no better place to do that. For sure. For sure. Yeah, the GNCC racers definitely could use it or that kind of people that ride out in the mud and the sticks, the woods, all that kind of stuff could really benefit from using our stuff. I mean, on motorcycles, those fork tube stanchions could get scratched up and dinged. Um, you know, rocks could get up into your seals and start tearing them. But then, you know, ATVs, CV boots, we've got a CV saver that worked great. Um, and like you mentioned, our coil savers. And they, to be honest with you, they work even better on side-by-sides and UTVs. So, um, yeah, th they work really well. We're really happy with them. Now, you um, now you are actually uh, out in California, and, and there's a lot of side-by-side um, uh, -side racing, UTV racing out there. Um, is that one of your bigger, you know, uh, demographics that you push to or or is it the dirt bikes or or um, you know what do you guys uh, where do you guys like focus at um so we are to be honest with you our stuff works on every terrain on pretty much anything dirt or street anywhere you want to go i've got something for you however for us being um fans of motocross supercross that's kind of what i grew up doing and racing we kind of 
naturally just stuck with the uh, moto scene. Um, even though, you know, like I said, the off-road GNCC desert guys, that's kind of more of our, you know, demographic of who needs them more. Um, but back in the early days, we got really popular with some of the Baja 1000 kind of guys mm -hmm. and teams that race down there, um, down in Mexico. And it's just kind of, we've just kind of stayed in that crowd, really. Um, the best in the desert series is out here on, you know, California, uh, Nevada, Arizona area on the desert. And so that's kind of local to us. So we've just kind of landed there. Um, but it's actually been working really well for us. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's awesome. Um, <clears throat> Okay. And uh, speaking of like the side by sides and, and, and the, the products that you provide for them, uh, like, is there different type of materials that, uh, that you guys use besides like the wetsuit type of material um, um, to, to save, you know, or to uh, use your product on your products? Yeah, so all of our moto uh, products, they're made from just like a traditional neoprene, uh, heavy-duty neoprene. But then our coil savers and CV savers for our four-wheel line, they're actually made from a material that's called Flex Power. And that Flex Power material is one notch below Kevlar, but with a little bit of stretch in it. Okay, But it's cool. also, you know, got a neoprene base on the inside of it. So it's also going to be gentle on the CV boots and on your uh, shock springs. So it's got a really durable, strong exterior, but a uh, gentle interior. So it's not going to scratch up, uh, like I said, your shocks. That's awesome. Oh, wow, yeah. And you know... Honestly, I know that UTV and side-by-side uh, -side racing is big out west, and we don't yeah. really have it here anymore. They used to have, they used to race side-by-sides in GNCC. They don't anymore. But one thing we have in common is, is everybody owns the side-by-side -side out here. Yeah. When they're not riding their ATVs or their dirt bikes, they're out rooting in the mud on their side-by-sides <laughs> and abusing them. Right. Um, so, right. so this is like perfect for, for this type of crowd because, you know, this is stuff that these guys definitely use. And um, like Brandon said uh, earlier, you know, you spend so much money to to rebuild your shocks, to to buy new shocks, to you know, and it's such an easy preventative maintenance um, step to take. Um, and I think that's why th this line of products is so cool. And I honestly, before I even personally found Seal Savers, I was looking for a product like Seal yeah. Savers. And um, and what I really love is the fact that you talked about how your dad came up with it out of a wetsuit idea. And that just sounds, Brandon, does that not take you back to like, <laughs> yeah. like how many times did your dad like, like cobble together something oh, yeah. and like, or in, basically invent something like my dad is the same way, like um, always figuring out a way to fix something. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I love about that story and how you've basically created a, a, a big a company out of it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just right out of the garage with, uh, with an old wetsuit. And like I said, it was just kind of, more out of <laughs> frustration. Uh, mm -hmm. I just kept blowing fork seals on my PW50s and Cobra, like all, every time I went out, essentially. So <laughs> out of frustration, <laughs> uh, this was born. Yeah. And, you know, uh, they always say that you always have the Yama tube. Uh, the Yama halls are really bad about the fork seals leaking uh -huh. on them. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of times, a lot of people don't realize that there's dust seals that go up underneath those forks. And if you pull them down, like all the dirt and stuff that get up in there. So, you know, the, Seal savers are really great, you know. My on my dirt bike, put them on, went out and tried them, pull them off. There's no dirt. It's amazing. So, yeah. and speaking of dust, I mean, it's not just the mud and the muck that the GNCC riders are racing in. Um, uh, Mason, there 
there has probably no races that can get as dusty as some of these uh, some of these GNCC yeah. races that we've seen and, and been in ourselves. Right. It's absolutely right. insane because there's no track watering, uh, no track prep. And um, um, for example, what was it last year? The race up at um, Mount Morris. Uh, Mount Morris. Mm-hmm. Um, Mason, last year, the race up at Mount Morris, the ATVs were literally pushing through what looked like almost looked like snow like they, it was, oh, they were doing it was like a like a like a fine silty dust they were doing air wow. filter changes they were yeah atvs were doing air filter changes in pit stops yeah. that's how bad oh, wow. it was yeah i think there was wow, like three dusty. three i think it's three pros actually blue motors because of it it's so dusty really wow yeah yeah it's i mean it's wild uh the conditions that these guys put machines through and um you know in my opinion I don't think that there's much more important on a ATV or a dirt bike at a GNCC track than 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 your shocks and, yeah. and your forks. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. top of the line products for sure. So appreciate that. How was um? So everybody's counting down to Christmas right now, but I'm counting down to Supercross. I don't know about you guys. You know, <laughs> yeah. I think we're like 23, 23 days. days. 23 days. Yeah. Chase Sexton on the yeah. uh, on, on the, the countdown thing. today. Yeah. yeah. Exciting. <laughs> I'm excited. I can't believe we actually get an Anaheim one finally. What two years, three years? It's been since we've had an Anaheim one. We had it in 2020, didn't no. we? No. Well, yeah, we had very it. early. Remember, because then it it, it changed very, after very Daytona. Early. Yeah, yeah, but it still feels like it forever. feels like forever because we always have more than one Anaheim one. Yeah. It seems like yeah, it's like more Anaheim. But yeah, anyways, well, the, those Anaheim races is my local race. So oh, really? like, wow. Yeah, I, I'm about an hour out of Anaheim, so mm. that's our local race. So you'll huh. be there, right? Uh, probably not. I mean, that, that uh, peacock package is pretty good. It's it a nice couch with a fridge and a restroom within walking distance. And, you know, so <laughs> right. hard to beat that. And be don't have to pay concession stand prices for snacks. <laughs> exactly. 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 Yeah, so, uh, well, let's just jump into uh, talking about some Supercross, man. Uh, we're excited about talking about this season upcoming. Um, uh, I mean, there's so many guys, players mm-hmm. in the game this year. Um, I know we say that, almost say that every year, yeah. like stacked field, but... Um, there's been a lot of changes. There's a lot um, of changes this year. I think the biggest one is Eli Tomac. I mean, everybody, like, I, 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 when I first heard he was going to Yamaha, I was like, dude, that's the biggest mistake he's ever going to make. And just because no one else has had success besides Fernandez and outdoors, but that was before he won a championship. So it was like, he's going to get on his bike and probably end his career on this thing and not even win a race probably, you know? Um, what do you guys think? You think think he's going to bust or he's going to do, do good or what? Go ahead, Ronnie. I think that I think that it could be a good change because I mean we do have to remember that Star took the racing team yeah. over. Uh, it's not factory Yamaha anymore. And ever since Star has taken it over, I mean look what Star's always done in the two fifties, and then they come into the four fifties and almost instantaneously have the same success that they had in the two fifties. So, <laughs> um, you know, Fernandez is is definitely the 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 team favorite. I would say going into this year, outdoors. I don't know about indoors. Oh man, I don't know. Indoors, in, uh, outdoors, yeah, outdoors for sure. But but I mean, I he was gaining he was gaining experience through through the through through the year um, mm. in Supercross, and he was working on the bike the entire time. Well, this year yeah. he's going to have a year under his belt on the bike. Tomac's going to be starting basically fresh with the bike. Um, I don't think it's a bad move for Tomac. I think that 
you know, I, I've referred to to this conversation before we heard where, you know, they I forget what podcast it was on. I believe it was the Whiskey Throttle Show where they talked to Ryan Villapoto about, you know, what could you have done to make your career last longer? And he said, really, the only thing I could think of is changing teams because everything got so repetitive and so, you know, just not yeah. any fun anymore that that changing teams would have been almost like a rejuvenation of my career and i kind of think that's where eli tomac is right now yeah what's your yeah, th- yeah. I, I agree with you guys completely um i think in eli's position there's not too many more steps up the you know ladder he could go as far as speed and talent and accomplishments so i don't know if he'll be necessarily better um, but I still think he'll be very good. I mean, Ferrandis was really fast last year, too. He had some flashes of really good speed, but he just kind of caught himself in some bad luck throughout Supercross. Yeah, 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 he did. He did. So, I mean, I mean, he's a better outdoor rider than he is an indoor, but I don't know. I mean, maybe he might pull together. Who knows? I think he could. I think he could for sure. Um, I mean, and then you got your players like you, you haven't heard much about Ken Roxon in the offseason. No, I mean. Um, Oh, I read something. I think it was like Racer X had it out the other day that Ken Roxon said he still has a lot in the tank. So I'm sure he does. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I get frustrated watching Kenny because it seems like it's the same story yeah. over and over and over again. And last it, year was better. It was, better. it was better. I just it's rough to watch like the fading in the races and the mm-hmm. fading throughout the season. He always starts out kind of he runs his season almost like he runs a race it's kind of like it's a ball of fire at the beginning and then just kind of fizzles out uh throughout the either the main event or the season in general Mm -hmm. yeah i mean ken you know kenny's that's that's been his motto you know what i mean so um i think chase sexton i mean we're talking to honda i I like chase chase sexton he's i think he's gonna be the guy to beat this year still working uh, i agree with you yeah I, i'm excited to see chase i think chase is going to be sneaky good i always root for kenny uh, uh kenny's got a soft spot for me he he's got our coil savers on his talent so he's always got oh. a soft spot in my heart yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I hope to see him pull it out but i think chase is going to be really good i'm also really excited to see jason anderson i think this yeah. could potentially be a good move for him too yeah that's- um you know, if he gets a couple of rounds in and he hasn't really shown a ton of speed, then it is what it is. But I think, you know, I think this could be really good for him. I'm really excited to see what Anderson does. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's weird that you say that because, I mean, he he came out that, was it 2017, 18, and won the whole Supercross championship. And then yeah. it's like after that he was done. <laughs> it's like, yeah. where'd he go? And he looks good on that green bike, too. It looks, yeah. it's a good look. It is a good look. That's for sure. It's a good look. Yeah, for sure. Uh, real quick on Chase, though, I had an interesting thought. Um, now that he's not working with James Stewart anymore mm-hmm. uh, as a coach, do you think he'll be. A little bit less Cindy, a little because because mm-hmm. I mean, are you gonna are you gonna have those instances where he tries to quad something at Daytona like he did last year, um, or are you gonna have a little bit more, more reserved Chase Sexton, kind of like what you saw in the two fifties? Right. Um. I think I think he's got the power in the bike, and I I think he's just that kind of person. No matter if he's working with James Stewart or not, but that's just my opinion. But I'm sure he's learning from last year with yeah. a, without you know leaving Daytona with a fat lip, and I think one of the ones he knocked his teeth out. That was Daytona. <laughs> was that Daytona yeah, too? <laughs> tooth print and the handlebars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, so I think he learned his lesson a little bit, but I'm sure he'll still be pushing the envelope. Did you guys listen to? I know, I know we keep plugging other podcasts, but did oh, you guys good. listen to him on uh, Jitsy Tales from? 
earlier this week or last week or whatever. No, I have not. No, I haven't. No, you, you gotta listen to it. I, I uh, that listening to it got me real excited to watch Chase Sexton this year. Really? Okay, yeah. I'm gonna have to go back yeah. and listen to that for sure. Uh, speaking of plugging other podcasts, did you guys see where uh, James Stewart has come out with a podcast now? Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. I did. Did you listen to it? I did listen to it. <laughs> yep. That's why I brought him up because he actually talked about he actually talked about that that Daytona race and how he was like, I didn't tell him to do that. <laughs> and he he was like, I told him that if you do it, you're not going to impress me. So don't go do it just to impress me. So <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Who knows how long that guy's a character? Because like he'll he do, really he'll is. have this podcast and then he'll go silent for like five years. He'll you know I mean? he'll do three episodes and go go MIA for quite a while. I would say if I had to guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. That's funny. But I tell you, he's. I, w- I wish he could like come out of retirement for like one year. You know what I mean? Just oh, get man, back on the bike. I don't know. He just he, he doesn't want to. Straight rhythm. You're right. Yeah. There Something. you go. There you go. That would be, rhythm. or even a pair of supercross. You know, they just did like a like overseas supercross. Get yeah. your rhythm back. Just to see him back on the bike. I mean, he's he's just too good Best not to be on something. Right? He's, he's, on yeah. He said he doesn't want to jump anymore. <laughs> he says I don't feel like doing it anymore. <laughs> uh, and I, I can't say that I blame him. I mean, you there's no guy that has a bit that has more um, highlight crash films mm-hmm. than than James. So I can't say that I blame him for for wanting to stay on the couch and stay <laughs> safe and, and drive the uh, minivan like he referred to right. in his podcast. <laughs> Speaking of the stewards, uh, Malcolm on the Husky, that could be interesting. Yeah, that's for sure interesting. I mean, I, I, I like Mookie. I mean, he's uh, uh, I wonder how he's going to – I wonder how he's doing it with Alden yeah. Baker because uh, that's, that's one of those – like you look at Mookie, you're like, that dude doesn't like to work out. You know, he doesn't like to eat healthy, so um, – I mean, I'm sure he does eat healthy, but it's not, probably not out in Baker style healthy. Um, so I'm wondering how that's working out. Anybody? I think that dynamic is interesting, but I think if that dynamic works, I think it could be a big step up for Malcolm too, in the sense that he's kind of lacked some of that fitness mid to late moto. And I think that if he could get some of that ironed out, he could, you know, be top five, top three. Yeah, consistently. Yeah, and speaking of Alden, is there any bigger story coming out of the off season than AP going to yeah. going to KTM and working with Alden as well? Because like him and Mookie are two characters that they get along really well together because they yeah. have a very they both have very outgoing personalities, but they both strike you as people that wouldn't want to be on that strict program. So right. uh, that, I'm excited to see I'm excited to see the number seven on on a KTM this year and see what he does as well. For sure. I'm, I'm absolutely rooting for AP. Um, I think that will also be interesting, too, if he starts beating Coop here and there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that could get interesting now that Coop's left Alden and AP's there. I think that could be fun to watch, too. Yeah, I'll tell you what. There's with, um, it's, it's weird that you said that because, like, Marvin, they say Marvin's looking better than ever. Um, and so you got Marvin, you know, AP, and then Webb all on the same team. It's like, yeah, the, you know, if one starts doing better, it's like, you know, they're gonna, uh, you know, new guy, new top dog. How how right. how all that works? So it's gonna be interesting. I think Coop's still got a leg over him at the moment, but I'm curious to see where uh, how Marv and AP can bridge that gap. Cooper's yeah. so mentally strong. That's mm-hmm. where he. That's where he has everybody. Is that mental strength mm-hmm. and that that last or. It seems like when the track breaks down, that Cooper is the one that is able to dissect the track um, 
and, and find the fastest lines where everybody else is basically stuck in their rhythm of like just doing the same thing over and over from lap one to the end of the race and and, and cooper it seems like he's able to search the track all race long while keeping pace and then and then just just play his hunting game at the end of the race and uh it's he he's He's not my he's my favorite rider to watch by doing stuff like that. Yeah. It's just incredible um and, and I love that mental strength to be able to do that during a race. I for I, sure. I like I like him just because he plays games with everybody else, yeah. you know. Like especially with Ken, <laughs> poor Ken. Um but you know, he was always playing messing with him a little bit and and uh, I just like that that uh rivalry yeah Yeah. it's It's good to have a rivalry in the sport um it's been a minute since we've had that i mean it's been since you know i mean a real real rivalry it's been since what like the stew carmichael reed reed Mm -hmm. days like that that type of rivalry we've not had and we don't have that right now with these two but it's getting there i mean yelling wives yelling at each other on the podium you can't get much better than that (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing um but uh, I'll tell you what, uh, Barsha, Bam Bam, he was a big talk last year. Um, is he, is can he, he four-peat? As a, is, yeah, can, can, he, can he win a, A1 again? I think he can. I don't <laughs> think he will. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we always like. When you're doing Pulp Fantasy, and I'm like, man, I probably should pick Bam Bam because, you know, but I'm like, nah, it won't happen again. There's no way he'll win, win, it, win it again, you know, so you don't pick him. Speaking then, speaking of pulp fantasy, Mason, we were talking before we actually came on back on the show. Uh, Mason's a pulp fantasy yeah. fan. He's going to join the uh, join the league yeah. this year, guys. We got to pump the numbers up in that league this year, and uh, uh, we're going to be giving away prizes at the end of the season, just like we did last year. Yeah. Um, um, that's a fun thing to do, Mason. I know you love the game as well. Yeah, I'm I'm in for some giveaways too. Um, but yeah, absolutely in for the. Pulp's uh, fantasy season with you guys. Uh, looking forward to kicking your butts and <laughs> throughout the week. Hey, yeah. hey, bring your dad on as well. Like Mason yeah. was talking about how his dad's printing That's off awesome, uh, yeah. uh, uh, qualifying sheets and, <laughs> and just getting real in the nitty-gritty of it. Uh, Moneyball style. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, he'll, he'll be in. We'll, we'll, we'll get in there. That's awesome. Yeah, and then uh, we also do Rocky Mountain Fantasy, the little league there on that side too for some fun. So yeah. I saw it opened up. Uh, I think you can go in and roll, but they won't let you make your group yet till like after January first. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I haven't I haven't done that one. I, I might look into that this year, but I spend so much time paying attention to practice time for pulp. That yeah. I don't know what it's. It's they're like two it's, different animals because yeah, it's, pulp, yeah. pulp's more like you know you got your pars and your different riders and. Rocky Mountains more like who's going to take first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and then you have an like um what do they call it a wild card, a wild card so, number, yeah. yeah. See it, it, the way I describe it is it, it takes me like an an hour <laughs> to do pulp, <laughs> yeah, to do pulp, and I've been thinking about pulp all week, and then I pick my Rocky Mountain fantasy team in like three minutes, yeah, because like you know you already have in your mind of like okay I think win? these guys are going to podium, this guy's really good at you know I mean you if you're at Daytona like how are you not going to pick mm-hmm. Eli at least first second or third right and you know so but you know it's funny though because you do really good in pulp but you suck at rocky yeah I, yeah that's the thing i i, I don't know i guess i do better when i think more which is surprising because i would think <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot but uh so what do you think about this um electric dirt bike coming out mason 
I think it's awesome. I think it's super cool. Um, I haven't seen too much other than just like some videos on social media. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it looks great. It looks clean. It looks fast. Looks like it can handle pretty much, you know, anything. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to see where, where it goes. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm all about it, but then I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, I like the, I like the, the the motor noise and stuff. I like the sound and the smells. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but then I, again, with this electric bike, now you can go into a city and make a motocross track right beside of uh, wherever, and you won't even know. You know, have to worry about noise. You don't have to worry about fumes and all this. See, so. that's, what, that's what I that's what I was going to say about kind of where I'm at in California. It's you know, there's restricted areas where you can and can't ride and a lot of it is due to you know noise pollution and so to have that electric bike have a backyard track or something which just it just opens the door for so much more right. in my opinion especially in certain areas of the country i might world. i might be able to finally get my dream and instead of seeing all the golf courses that i pass and maybe those are all turned into motocross tracks <laughs> 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 that'd be awesome maybe maybe what's i find interesting is like i was just reading a little bit about it but like i guess you can like like either like make it a 125 or you can make it a 450 the same or bike? really that's what i was that's what i was saying if i was reading it right or you can get them in different steps maybe i'm not sure but it'd be interesting they said you can go from clear from like a 125 or to a power of like a 650 four stroke motor so who knows it says 80 horsepower wow this thing's 80 horsepower for electric that's it's a lot yeah yeah i mean and what I think is crazy that, like, I mean, imagine racing. Like, people talk about, like, f- first person that pops to mind is Ken Roxon mm-hmm. is how people, like, say, like, man, I didn't even hear him coming because he rode, he rides so low. Yeah. Um, RPMs. RPMs. So. Can you imagine what this is going to be like? Like, wow, where did that guy come from? <laughs> I, I, can't, I couldn't hear anything. Right. <laughs> That's a good point. Getting blocked past clear to the... <laughs> getting blocked past clear to the freaking tough blocks yeah for sure i wonder uh how long it'll be before one can last a gncc race yeah i think you they said you can it'll last up to an hour right now yeah so you'd need a couple of them to make it through you need, need two ba- you need two batteries so you could like battery swap i mean how of, big are the batteries gas. i don't know i'm sure not that big i, I mean don't isn't know. the whole motor a battery no i don't think <laughs> It's like an RC car, right? You pull the battery out and put a new one in. and Yeah, I don't know. You don't think it's like that? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I could be completely wrong. But but speaking of GNCC, we got to talk yeah. a little bit about those championships coming right. up. Uh, Mason, um, we have some awesome championships coming up this coming season. Uh, we're excited to talk about that. We... Um, we're not going to dive too deep in because we got preview shows that we're going to be having coming up later in the off season. Mm-hmm. But man, it is looking like we're going to have great battles in the dirt bikes and ATVs um, all race all all season long. I mean, in the ATVs, you got seven time champ Walker Fowler that's going to be having. You know, you got Hunter Hart coming. Mm-hmm. You got Bryson and Neal, Neal coming, coming off of uh, coming off of an injury that has that has good I to mean, see him back on the bike. It is good to see him back on the bike. Uh, points to prove left and right. Mm-hmm. Um, and Devin Fehan. I mean, if he if he keeps coming like he was at, at the end of the year last year, that's another guy. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be awesome to see uh Mason, I mean, I know that you don't get the full GNCC uh like uh uh push as we do out here on the East Coast cuz it's literally right here in our backyards. But what do you see um over the interwebs of uh uh, uh for GNCC? Um <laughs> What do I see over the interwebs of GNCC? Um, I see a lot of Walker Fowler. I see a lot of Stu Baylor. I see a lot of um, 
trying to think who else. Probably Obviously, Bing Kelly. Hart. I mean, a lot of these top guys, um, all kinds of different things. But what I see mainly is uh, all these repetitive champions. Yeah. It seems like whether it was, um, you know, Walker Fowler or Caleb Russell or whoever, there's, you know, historically guys that stick around for a really long time at the top level. Right. Yeah. And it's really weird that you say that because I think we talked to Walker about it. Was it like, Four of the last champions have like thirty years of like they all. The la- okay, so in the last thirty in the last thirty years of ATV GNCC racing, the last thirty years have been won by four guys. Yeah, I mean, right. how yeah. how crazy is that? That is crazy. It, it, <laughs> what's crazy about it is. Uh, you see long careers in GNCC. Mm-hmm. You see guys being able to last a long time and and last the top level a long time. And and what I find crazy about it is because these races are so long that you would think it would make for more unpredictable right. championship series is but that um, or even more wear and tear on the body i mean yeah more of- wear and tear on the body and and more breakdowns throughout the races mm-hmm. i mean these guys at the top level like you said walker fowler uh, i mean he has um he hasn't figured out. He hasn't figured out, <laughs> and and I mean the mechanic, they they have the, a bulletproof machine. Mark right. Notman so has a bulletproof machine. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so on that kind of specifically the machine part of it, how much of it does that play a factor? Because like I know out in um, on our on our side with desert racing, there's really long desert races, and a lot of it, you know, attrition takes out half the field, and having a uh, a good machine will take you very far. So how much of it is machine dependent in GNCC? Uh, probably 50%, I would say. I would say even maybe I, I more. I would argue more, uh, especially it, on the ATV side, because of the fact that you have, you don't have the factory support in, that, in, yeah. in, in GNCC ATV racing. You don't have the factory support. Um, you, you have a couple of guys like Walker Fowler um, that, that, are yamaha but but beyond that a lot of these guys you know their dad or them Mm -hmm. are are building these motors are building these bikes week in and week out so that a lot of it has to do with the bike and being able to put a the the best bike on the Mm -hmm. line um every other week for the races yeah i mean um this thing about like uh, bryson neal i think he had a chain pop off or or chain break on one of the races and that cost him a little bit early in the season last year um just little things like that but a lot of times these riders i don't think that's where age comes into play like yeah um a little bit in the gncc because they get smarter and they learn not to hit this this section hard because it's rough on the bike or not yeah. to take this line because it you know it might do this to the bike so i think that's one reason why like the older guys do succeed more because mm-hmm. um, they get more knowledge and you know know what where they can take the bike and push it and stuff like that and mason you may not know this but so in gncc racing you're not allowed to pre-ride the track so there's no practice um what these guys are allowed to do is they are allowed to either walk the track or or mountain bike the track and nowadays it's it's e-mountain bike bike, (laughs) um um, has has enabled these guys to to ride the track five and six laps before the actual race Um, um but by the time by the time that they actually get on the track it changes. It looks so different than the day before when they rode it because you got to remember, like, f- for the ATV guys, um, there has already been an ATV AMA or ATV AM race that had, you know, upwards of, of 
you know how many uh three to four hundred bikes the the youth races um so these tracks get beaten in so much that these guys have to dissect the tracks um on the run and be able to to not only go as fast as they can go but make the machines last for sure um i did know that they didn't uh get uh, like an official practice on the course which i think is you know makes it even more impressive that the same guys continue to do well year after year and it kind of goes back to brandon's point of experience takes a long uh, takes a lot of that uh with it but uh, another question that i have is um do they run the same course year after year or is it kind of in the same area slightly different a couple sections change what does that look like year to year they have the same venues but it's usually they have like certain hillsides that they run or certain main what you want what, what we call them the like iron man hill whether it's like yeah what, like the certain signature 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 stuff. Uh, areas that they run a lot of times what you'll see is is like let's say this year um they run in this track um it, it, yeah uh, yeah like and let's just say, we'll say yeah they, they they run it backwards from the previous year sometimes and then they'll add different sections in so they try to i would say you know after many many years at a venue you will eventually end Gotta up run. end up duplicating a track but they try to change the course from year to year mm -hmm. and a, a lot of what they do which i think is also very very cool um and shout out to the track crew for being able to do such thing is is the the pro races um the atv pros will have a designated section that is usually about a mile to two miles long that is fresh terrain that is like leafed over and hasn't been touched until they go through it yeah. so they're basically carve you know a lot of times they're basically carving new terrain um in certain parts of the track and as well as the uh, the bike guys will have that same opportunity and usually that's like a single track section that has is basically fresh virgin dirt yeah nice yeah it's it's um it's pretty interesting i um i'll tell you what i, I think everybody would want to have some seal savers on their bike after the last the last gncc at the iron man especially on the dirt bikes i mean i don't know if it really would have mattered because I, I don't know how many <laughs> dirt bikes were blown up but did you see that mason the last gncc uh dirt bike race that they ran what the conditions uh, were uh, I saw it was kind of brutal, right? Yeah. Well, there was probably about six feet of water. <laughs> not not yeah, by much, but it was a little wet. Yeah, they, just a little bit. They what did they say? They ended up having like seven or eight inches of rain yeah. um, the day of the race. They ended up having yeah. to cut the track short. Um, I think only about. I want to say 30% of the riders that started the PM race actually finished. finished yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Your championship contenders, Ben Kelly and Stu Baylor, it was basically winner take all. And at one point in time, neither one of them were in the top um, six, 80. Yeah. Yeah. Something like neither that. one of them were in the top really? 80 riders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like they, they, they showed us video of uh, Stu Baylor sitting there on the side of the track and like somebody's, somebody's trying to start his bike and there's water shooting out of the pipe. <laughs> Um, oh, oh yeah dude it was absolutely one of those races that that is uh going to basically live forever and a local guy uh thad duvall mm -hmm. um uh a pro that um that we've had on the show a couple of times actually ended up winning that race um and uh i think that they they ended up saying okay we're only going to run like three laps and yeah. it still ended up they typically run six laps yeah. six or seven laps mm -hmm. huh. and, it, and it still ended up being an almost three hour race wow <laughs> yeah so it was uh i mean 
wild season last year, and we're looking forward to a good season again this year. We got battles, you know, uh, in in all the major championships. Uh, so it's going to be fun to watch. And uh, maybe we don't have a fantasy uh, in uh, GNCC, but maybe we can uh, do a little uh, side betting action on, <laughs> <laughs> on, at least for fun, on uh, on Instagram or something. But uh, uh, Mason, man, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, Brandon, you got one more yeah. question? All right, Mason, I'm going to put you on the spot. Who wins okay. Who wins the Supercross title this year? Ooh, okay. Who wins the Supercross title 450. this year? Yeah, 450. 450s. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I said, listening to Sexton uh, a couple days ago, oh. I, I want to go with Sexton, man. He sounds like he's going to figure it out, and I hope he does. Yeah. You know, he's kind of paid some dues. I, I hope he does, but like I said, Kenny's got a soft spot in my heart, so I'll be rooting for Kenny. I hope one of the Honda boys bring it home. Let's just throw it like that. Yeah. And does now and and in 250s does Jet does Jet do what he did in motocross or does he or is he uh, backfire? Jet wins on whatever coast he's on, in my opinion. Yeah, I think Jet. I hope for Jet's sake and for the sport's sake, Jet wins. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want him to do so well for you know for the sport. I think it's really cool what he's bringing into it. So, yeah, um, yeah I hope I hope he does it. Yeah. All right. Well. I thought I'd throw him on the hot seat, but he did pretty good. Yeah. Well, speaking of hot seat, we got the infamous question that we have to oh, ask. Yeah, that's right. And I'm I'm looking forward to this because you know he's on the west. He's coast. on the west coast. So yeah. It's going to be a different answer, Mason. Uh, you know, I know you've listened to the podcast before, and you might have an idea of what I'm going to ask you. But before we let you go, we have to know if you had to pick a fast food restaurant and a one candy, one candy for the rest of your life, what would it be? Hmm. This is a tougher question for me than the <laughs> Supercross question. <Right. laughs> um, I'm not a big candy guy. I like chocolates, like cookies, all that kind of stuff. But I'm not like a kind of a sweet candy guy. I like more of the yeah. chocolate stuff. So anything with chocolate, I'm in. So, uh, I mean, I, I'm going to just go with chocolate chip cookies. I know it's boring, <laughs> but those are the best. That's not boring. We've not, we've not had that yet, so... <laughs> I know it's not necessarily candy, but I'd pick a cookie over candy any day. Um, I'm kind of with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> as far as fast food, I'm trying to think of something with a variety so I can mix it up from time to time. Um, and the but, rules are for fast food that we've, we've discussed this. If, if there is a drive-through window, it's a fast food. If there's a drive-through window, there's a fast food. Yeah, but you can't. If I name a place that's kind of local, that's a one <laughs> one mom and pop shop to me. That's not going to be fun for anybody. So I think I'm going to go with the habit. The, the habit. habit. What's that? What is that? The, <laughs> you've never had the habit? No, no we've I've never, never even heard, heard of it. Man, the habits like uh like a Five Guys and In and Out had a baby. See, we never had In and Out over here either, so we'll always hear about like on Pop, like In and Out, yeah, stuff. But we don't have yeah, an In and Out either. Good. I, to be honest with you, I might take the habit over In and Out, and I could be super jaded towards In and Out because I have it far too often. <laughs> but the habit's good, man. The they've got burgers, sandwiches, salads. Um, it's a good spot. Yeah. Well, if I remember out there, I'll have to try the habit. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> that's an that's an awesome restaurant name, in my opinion. Right. It's a good one, yeah. If you're, out, if you're out this way and you get the opportunity, don't turn down In-N-Out over the habit, but try them both. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, that sounds good. Hey, 
Now this is putting you on the spot even more so. We need an oh, ex- we need an exit song for the show. <laughs> He's like an exit song. <laughs> we, Brandon exit and I, song. we we do terror. I mean, we, sometimes yeah. we'll sit here so, for the length of the show, just sitting here after the show. Like, what should we exit this, this show out with? <laughs> we also hear oh, you get. Man. We also me, heard man. that you guys have good tacos out there. Hunter Hart, hey, hey, yeah, like what? Hunter Hart of them or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you'll beat tacos from out here in Southern California. <laughs> I think he said I, he I had don't s- think you beat it. So Hunter Hart, yeah, maybe, but they're pretty dang good up here. I'll tell you what. Right. <laughs> Hunter Hart was uh, was there for what a week or a four, He was there for I think four or five days or yeah, whatever. Him and Josh, and I think he, he had his taco count was up to in the twenties or something like that. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah. Sounds yeah. like a typical weekend for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds like an easy Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, right. So did you think of a song while we were You know what? I've got what what kind of music are you guys into? Anything. Dude, you Anything. surprise us. Yeah. <laughs> surprise you. Yeah, you, you Man, I'm so I get so we need some West Coast stuff. West West Coast music. <laughs> West Coast music. This oh man. Probably hasn't made it out here to the East Coast yet. <laughs> Oh geez, you guys! This is this is even harder than the fast food question. <laughs> right. See, this is so weird taste in music. It's okay. Um, it's okay. We've had some weird ones. <laughs> you've had some weird ones. Oh yeah. Um, all right, let's go with. All right, I've been on a Machine Gun Kelly kick for a while. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of Machine Gun oh, Kelly. Yeah. Oh yeah, we know Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly. Oh cool. All right, I thought you guys were gonna know who that is, but I'm a big Machine Gun Kelly fan. So Paper Cuts is on repeat and has been for a while. So let's go with that one. Oh, right. Okay. He he was thinking we're a bunch of rednecks, he, and yeah. uh, he was thinking like honky tonk. I guarantee it. Like <laughs> <laughs> not even. It wasn't that at all. I just thought that. Uh, it just was. I don't know. I just didn't associate you guys as Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> isn't he? Isn't he buddies? Isn't he buddies with Ken Roxon? I'm sorry. Isn't he buddies with Ken Roxon? I I'm not, so. I'm not sure. I, on I, I think yeah. he is. I feel, I feel I like know. I've seen. He's, he's pulling stuff out of now. I, don't I even feel know like I've seen Roxon like <laughs> in him hanging out before. Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. yeah. I don't huh. know. I didn't know that. But that's cool. Mason Mason thought that we just sit here and listen to country country roads all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah, that song, I have, right? I, I didn't have too much with you know banjos in my. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know the song Country Roads, right? Of course. Everybody oh, yeah. knows it. Man, yeah. I love that song. It, yeah. I was actually heartbroken when I found out it's actually not about the state of West Virginia. Yeah. Did, did, did you know that? I did not. It's <laughs> actually about Western Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, we, really? but we yep, take it. Because we don't have, we don't have uh, Shenandoah River or the, um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, the, I can't the mountain remember. range he yeah, talks yeah, about. I can't remember. Yeah. But I think there's a hockey team out West that, that took that plays it now. I can't remember. I, I'd have to remember. I can't remember. It's like the new, ho- a newer hockey team out that way. Yeah. Plays Hawk. it now. Yeah. It's funny. That's great yeah. stuff. Yeah. So. Hey, Mason, we appreciate you coming on buddy. And, uh, uh, Hey, we'll have to do this again. We'll look forward to uh, having you on again. Maybe, uh, some fantasy talk. Maybe we, yeah, maybe we can get you on first round of fantasy after you take the L. <laughs> i'm in all right let's do it if uh, if you want me to come on as soon as i take my first loss i i won't be on for a little while oh. <laughs> <laughs> well we'll uh we'll uh maybe we can we'll have like a spin-off show like pulp does and do go over fantasy picks one day or something crazy like let's that do it. 
I'm, yeah. I'm down for whatever. Yeah, we we'll we'll have people pay for like uh, what do they have? They like uh, pro picks or yeah, or like in, industry pro picks. We'll have like except they'll pay for us not to take our picks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll tell you what to not pick. You that's want to it. Pay an extra five dollars for a wild ass guest. Right. That's what I'm in for. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mason. We appreciate you coming on the show, man, and uh, we look forward to talking to you down the road. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me. We'll talk soon. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, hey, real quick. Before we end this, we have to say, if you guys want any Seal Savers products, make sure you go on sealsavers.com and use a split line code. Um, and uh, Mason, again, dude, thank you for sponsoring this show. We appreciate all your support and uh, appreciate the support of the show. Absolutely. I slash we are happy to be a part of it and uh, look forward to meeting some of uh, your guys' listeners. Yeah, uh-huh. and... Follow them on Instagram, and uh, um, uh, they post uh, post stuff all the time huh. on Instagram. So, yep. yeah, follow them on yep. Instagram. Yep, for sure. Appreciate it, guys. All, all right, right, man. Talk to you later. All right. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. All right, guys. That was Mason Mill from Seal Savers. Uh, great guest. Yeah. Great show. We talked to... I mean, uh, enjoyed having him on talking right. uh, everything Moto, a, a GNCC, uh, and the product. company Seal Savers. I really, really like the story of how it got started. I love stuff like that mm-hmm. where where a dad found a problem, tried to yeah. fix it, or needed to fix it, and uh, now you have a company out of it. Right. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's pretty much uh, what racing, what we do, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, in what sport, I mean, do you know a sport where dads are more involved Right. Then, then, right. then sometimes the a little too much. <laughs> Maybe a little bit too much at some point. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's it's a really cool family atmosphere of of of, yeah. of a sport. And that's what's great about you know racing period, but GNCC too is because everybody's friendly and and um, and loyal and, and and just it's really awesome to you know the GNCC side is is really cool and the moto side's awesome too. Don't get me wrong, I've met a lot of moto nice moto people, but um, very often do you see you know, someone's bikes broke down and you're like, dude, he's in my class. I ain't giving him nothing. You know what I mean? But yeah. I feel like the GNCC is like, oh, dude, hey, you need something? Here you go. Like, we'll take care of you. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's cool. Hey, real quick before we get off, we need to mention one thing. Uh, big news coming out of the ATV MX oh, yeah. series. Uh, Brett Music, uh, our buddy from down the road, right. is actually starting a team. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, when you know, we all thought Brandon Hogue was. Um, I know when Rodney Tomlin, you know, he was on, and we were talking about Brandon Hogue, and and uh, then when, right after that, it was like, hey, he's don't have a ride no more, and now Brandon Hogue is now part of the music racing team. So yeah, that's so awesome. That's awesome to see. We'll have to get uh, Brett, Brett on, on. some yeah. sometime, and we'll uh, talk to him about his new uh, team. And, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hear about that. Um, uh, and the more teams that come into uh, that sport, the better. Right. Uh, I mean, it's it's uh, it's a sport that that needs teams like that and 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 needs ground uh, grassroots guys. And uh, I think if Brett uh, operates his team anything like he operates his uh, his company, it'll yeah, be in good hands be for sure. Yeah, yeah. Him and his dad did a great job. I mean, all the way through Brett's racing career. Yeah. And, and Brett always has a great hey, bike. So Brett's still fast too. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. If he uh, really wanted he, to put the time in, he could go back to pro. He won. He, he won um, the uh, uh, pro sport championship this year, didn't he? I don't know. He might have. I think he did. Now, my biggest question is: Is is Hogue going to be on a Honda or is he going to be Yamaha. on a Yamaha? It's Yamaha. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. See, I didn't. I haven't seen anything about a bike. I just saw graphics, but I never really paid attention well, too much. Because see, I remember Brett 
just buying two brand new dirt bikes. I did see to that. Pull the motors out, but I see that see might that. be for him and his dad. Uh, probably for him and his dad. So I'm curious because you can't run that in the pro class. Okay. Well, he ran it in a pro class, I think. Mm. That's what he did. You can't run dirt bike motors in a pro class, can you? I would. I don't know. Isn't that considered a hybrid? I have no idea. I don't know how technical it goes. We're probably blowing uh, Brett's uh, what secrets away. <laughs> blowing Brett's secrets away okay <laughs> hey guys uh thanks for listening to the show as always if you want to support us support our sponsors guts racing seal savers mm-hmm. uh split line discount code on right. seal savers uh guts racing mm-hmm. we need to do a giveaway here soon yep. um and uh listen if you guys need a um mom's dad's need a christmas gift real quick Hop on Guts or Seal Savers. Get you a Christmas gift. Yeah. Can't go wrong with any of the product lines there. Good stocking stuffers. You know, like he was saying, some... uh, Both of our sponsors will fit in a stocking. Right. It will. So, perfect stocking stuffers. I mean, he was, um, you know... The Seal Savers was saying, you know, get palm protectors. Those are always nice. Yeah, the uh, uh, Moto, the Moto package. Yeah, I, I believe it's what it's called. Yeah. Uh, you get palm savers, uh, Seal Savers, uh, peg, peg Savers, savers yeah. and uh, uh, grip savers. Right. So uh, check that out. And I think that we might even be able to give away one of those packages at some yeah. point in time. One time, yeah. So, guys, appreciate you listening to the show for episode fifty-eight, mm-hmm. Split Line. We are out. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Bleach my hair, mess it up, take my life, dress it up, sign the deal. I got paper cuts, they wanted them, but they got us. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh. Sleeping in, fake sick. Smoked a blunt, had a kid, don't belong, I'm a punk, hello world, you fucking suck. Hey, hey, keep my mouth shut and wave. Hey, hey, I'm dancing on my grave. So nice lately Everybody's not nice Polarized feelings I don't wear them on my face lately I don't wear them on my face It's analyzed everything the headlines say lately Everything they say Demonized just because I was an angel face, baby Mess it up, take my life, dress it up, sign the deal, I got paper cuts, they wanted them, 
up a take off.